Hello, my name's Ian Forth, and welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. Yes, uh, welcome aboard this edition of Sombrero Fallout. Uh, tonight we're going to be having a listen to the music of 1979, peak post-punk. And on a slightly sad note, uh, this and the following episode is going to be the last in this particular uh, journey of Sombrero Fallout. I'm going to take a little sabbatical for a while. Got a few other things going on. Uh, to, well, just a little other projects. I'll probably need to earn some money somewhere along the line as well. That's important. Uh, but uh, just going to take a little break and, and have a little relaunch before too long, so don't worry, I'm not going away permanently. Uh, but tonight on 1979, peak post-punk, as I say, uh, in the first of two episodes, we'll be hearing from uh, The Specials, The Clash, The Raincoats, Echo and the Bunnymen, The Pop Group, Israel Vibration, The Skids, The Scientists, Blondie, Gang of Four, Teardrop Explodes, Burning Spear, Drumming Gristle, Dead Kennedys, uh, and to kick events off... Right. 
One interesting fact is that I, I used to drink in the same pub as the specials, not necessarily at the same time. I was brought up in Coventry, which is exactly where, uh, by, by Chico incidents, the, the specials were brought up. In fact, I used to have an economics textbook with the with Jerry Dat. I didn't actually come to think of it. There was an economics textbook kicking around in our class that, that had Jerry Dammers as a name uh, just on the the front uh, the front flap there. Indicating uh, the ownership of the uh, leading light uh, within the specials one, Jerry Dammers. Not sure he particularly liked it at our school. And that goes for uh, many other people who've since gone on to be quite famous. Uh, particular Philip Philip Larkin. But uh, 1979 was a time when, for, for once in life, great music and the charts coincided. And uh, one great album that was released in 1979 was, of course say of course uh london calling by the clash and here's uh, a track from it
for thought monsters Young people shoot their days away I've seen talent thrown away Are you lone shark? Bongo Jazz Speciality indeed, and uh, I think it was once Topper hadn't gone into the clash with his jam jazz drumming sensibilities that they they really took off. It's funny the description post-punk, because obviously the first two tracks we've played, they don't sound anything like punk. They don't really sound like perhaps a narrow definition of post-punk, but they're definitely bands that, that grew up out of the energy that came out of punk, and then uh, all these different directions that really sort of, um, uh, what, what's the word, Pete? Well, I suppose the word is peaked, but yeah, it is peaked, actually. In 1979, such a, just a terrific effusion of different styles, um, different, uh, di- different collaborations of musical genres. And that's uh, Revolution Rock from The Clash, from their classic um, 1979 album, London Calling, which was hailed as the best album of the 1980s by, I think, Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> Go figure. You do the math. And um, all sorts of other things happening, of course, in 1979. I don't know why I say of course. I keep saying of course. I've got to stop stop doing that. Why, why would it be of course? There were a lot of other things happening in 1979, particularly musically. And uh, here's another of them from proto-feminist outfit The Raincoats.
1979 was the one year in history when you could come up with a, a feminist, communist, Marxist critique of consumerism, uh, such as that fairy tale in the supermarket by the raincoats. And uh, I don't know, really be taken somewhat seriously as part of the zeitgeist. Um, from a very similar um, point of view, not, uh, not, not, a, not a female band, but a male band, but everything else is pretty well in place. Uh, in terms of their outlook on life, were Leeds Gang of Four.
Gorilla War Struggle is a new entertainment, and I still think if you were to put to twist my arm behind my back and say, what's the best gig you ever saw? Um, I suspect it was the Gang of Four. It's very early on in my gig-watching career, so it's hard to know, isn't it? And you cannot uh, recreate the feeling you have at 17 and 18 seeing one of your favourite bands, and you haven't really got those benchmarks to judge against, but uh, it was an amazing gig, I do have to say, quite objectively. Um, for the first time, punk, funk, rock, music coming together in these wonderful fusions. And uh, I dare say, you know, if you spoke to my children, they listen to a lot of music. In 30 years' time, they'll be saying, well, best gig they ever saw was when they were 17 or 18. That's just the, in the nature of these things. Um, other music happening in 1979 is something uh, rather different. Just in the Shower of rain, that cool down the earth. Janus to tend the herb with the shower of rain. Jah water the fountain, Jah controls everything and the everything. I love to see when there's a whole lot of rain. It tells me there are some when they pray is in vain. Not be seen, but will be heard. Make sure whenever you utter a speech, your words be always in fine. Identifying the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Speaking of the offspring of King David. Identifying the leader to eternity. That is manifested in reality. Whoa, cool down the earth with the shower of rain. With the shower of rain, ya cool down the earth. Channels the tender herb with the shower of rain. Ya water the fountain. Ya controls everything and the and rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vibes is spreading So universal The vibes is spreading So universal Unconquered people So hard to be natural Ja cool down the earth With the shower of With the shower of rain Ja cool down the earth Ja nurse the tender herb With the shower of water the fountain, 
Unconquered People by Israel Vibration and there was a lot of that sort of thing around in 1979 and by that sort of thing I mean excellent uh, reggae music it's really a peak time for that as well and the the fusion of that could, could be heard and you know, the the influence of dub in the second program we'll be listening to a bit of Joy Division and uh, you can hear in Martin Hannett's production the influence uh, it gives a real space into the music into rock music for for the first time really and uh, some of you might be wondering, why why on earth are you giving in a bit of a break, Ian? And uh, there's, there's a few, really. I've done, uh, I've done th- 30 or so programs in a year now. And um, I've definitely got lots of other ideas for programs. But uh, I do, I've got some other things to do. I've got some writing to do. And I do need to organise my work a bit. I've got to be honest with you. And also, um, it's actually a little bit pricey. Uh, putting together all these programs for you once you've got the license and you've bought all the songs and all that kind of thing. So until I get a sugar daddy or until uh, 10,000 people start listening to Sombrero Fallout, which is probably both of those things are quite unlikely, I'm just going to put things on hold for a while. Uh, But I'm going to say this a few times, but thank you so much for all your support and uh, all the feedback. And I'll be looking for some more feedback. Uh, So when when we come back again, whether we're called Sombrero for that or something else, and when I say we, mostly me, um, I'd like to know uh, room for improvement. We can all improve at all times in life. 1979, um, Liverpool re-emerged for the first time really since the, the Beatles as a force to be reckoned with, uh, with a couple of two or three great groups.
Sound of Young Liverpool in 1979. That was The Pictures on My Wall by Echo and the Bunnymen. And before that, you heard The Teardrop Explodes with Bouncing Babies, both of which were singles in 1979, both of which featured on their albums which came out the following year. In the case of Echo and the Bunnymen, the album, their debut album, Crocodiles. And in the case of Teardrop Explodes, their debut album, Kilimanjaro. And the two, the two guys in question, Julian Cope from Teardrop Explosion, Ian McCulloch from Echo and the Bunnymen, actually formed a group with Pete Wiley, who went on to form War Heat, and they had a very good song, Story of the Blues. Um, and they, they formed a trio, a very short-lived trio, and then they dissolved into their separate excellent groups. And Julian Cope in particular has had an excellent solo career since then. And as I mentioned earlier in the programme, uh, 1979 was a year in which great songs found their way into the charts. And here's an example.
remember some of you based in the UK may remember an advert for BASF tapes. And the, 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 the comedic value was that when you were listening to Into the Valley by the Skids, you could not understand any of the words. And that's, apart from Into the Valley, that is, by and large, um, true. And with BASF tapes, presumably, you could... I don't see how that was going to solve the problem of Richard Jobson's diction on that song. <laughs> Nevertheless, having worked in advertising myself, we don't always allow such details to get in, in the way of great advertising. Now, uh, a little earlier, we were hearing for the sound of young Liverpool and just over whatever separates Liverpool from Manchester... Uh, Factory Records were pumping out some great sounds starting around about this time. And sort of from 1979, um, in fact, exactly from 1979, was an early song from this band. Do the Do by A Certain Ratio from their album Graveyard and the Ballroom from 1979. 
Um, one very interesting character kicking around about this time and for many years afterwards was Genesis P. Orridge and his uh, band Throbbing Gristle. And they produced an album called 20 Jazz Funk Greats. Doesn't really... Another uh, very accurate portrayal of what's inside. And it's got a classic album cover filmed at Beachy Head for various reasons. And there's one... A very prophetic track which set a course for how synth rock, I suppose, uh, was going to head in the future. And that was called Hot on the Heels of Love. And here it is. Thank you. 
Heart of Glass by Blondie. When I say, of course, I think it's justified on this occasion because that was a number one hit uh, from their album, which actually came out in 1978, Parallel Lines, but it was a single in 1980. In 1979, so I've allowed myself it. I've been a little bit flexible on dates. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you really mind too much. And so I to believe such a fuss was made out of Blondie, classic punk, post-punk group, going disco and fusing their sound. I mean, it's a perfectly natural thing to do now. But this was the time when people were rampaging through the streets shouting, disco sucks, and thinking Blondie were a sellout. Dear me. Goodness gracious, people do like to think in parallel lines, ironically, don't they? Before that, you heard Hot on the Heels of Love from their album 20 Jazz Funk Greats by Throbbing Gristle. And I was actually thinking of playing uh, another number one from from that uh, year, which also is heavily influenced by craft work, as Blondie were with Heart of Glass and clearly Throbbing Grissel were as well. And that was uh, Our Friends Electric by uh, Tube Wyami, but perhaps that has been a little bit um, overplayed over the years. It's a shame, I love that song. But uh, yeah, as I say, I mean, we are meant to be an alternative um, podcast. And as such, let's switch genre once again. My brothers and sisters, let us have a way to
Iri Naya Keith by Burning Spear from 1979. And as I've said uh, a few times already, the charts proved uh, surprisingly listenable. And here's another example. was the Stranglers and Duchess and they were in the process of taking their meat and potatoes version of punk into post-punk with songs like that which keyboards were far more dominant Um, but uh, punk wasn't quite dead in 1979 and to finish the program tonight Governor Cherry Brown, IRS files and never frowns. Soon 
suede denim secret police They have come for your uncool niece California Uberalis by the Dead Kennedys from a time when the prospect of President Jerry Brown was uh, the worst that anybody could possibly imagine. <laughs> Innocent times indeed. Uh, tonight we've been listening to part one of the sounds of 1979 peak post-punk on Sombrero Fallout. And if you like what you've heard, then why not become a friend of Sombrero Fallout on Facebook? Or go to sombrerofallout.com where you can track down previous podcasts, have a look down the episodes list, see what you'd uh, fancy having a little listen to, and have a look if you if this helps through the Song Artist Song and Artist Index. Uh, as I've indicated, this is part one of two, and uh, next episode will be the last in this um, little journey of Sombrero Fallout. Going to take a little sabbatical after that. Uh, this has been hugely enjoyable, and we'll come back with 1979 Part 2 as our final show for a while. Uh, in uh, no doubt a few days' time, won't be too long. Thanks very much for listening, and thanks very much for listening to all these podcasts, those of you who are regular listeners. And uh, it's with a slight tear in the eye that one says uh, for the final time for a while. Um, we'll be back next time for another edition of Sombrero Fallout. Travel well wherever you are. Um, live well, eat well, sleep well, be well. And uh, I'll see you next time. See you